Yo, what's up, everybody? And we're live. <laughs> yeah, this time we're going live. Uh, episode 36, the Pursuit of Sound podcast. Yep. Tim, you might know him as DJ Domino. You might know him as DJ Cruise Ship. And you might know him as one of your really good friends. He was my first episode of the podcast, actually, and I'm Woo! glad to have him back for episode 36. Yep. It's a new year, so we can um, talk about New Year's. How was your New Year's gig? It was in so New Year's Greenville, gig. Yeah. South Carolina, right? Yeah, I celebrated uh, New Year's Eve in Greenville, uh, South Carolina, with uh, the Crispy Biscuits guys. Um, Will Maxwell, the violin player, uh, brought me on to the gig, and I was very grateful for that. And uh, we had Sean Mead on the saxophone. Um, we got to do two sets, which was awesome. We got to play in the DJ stage, and we got to play in the band stage. We did two 30-minute sets, and uh, everybody absolutely dug what we were throwing down. Yeah, how many people were there? Um, so it sold out. It was fifteen hundred people. Dear Lord, <laughs> um, all in one room or? Uh, it kind of kind of divided. So it was at the uh, Hyatt Regency Hotel, which is uh, one of the bigger hotels that is in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, they've this is their third annual uh, year that they've done it, and this is the biggest one by far that they've done. Um, yeah, it was so cool, man. Like, I was really grateful to have Will, like, reach out to me about this. Uh, he actually asked me six months ago, um, right, actually, this was around Christmas in July when we were doing gigs together. He uh, was telling me that uh, Will Dean, the uh, DJ for Crispy Biscuits, D uh, DJ YK, was wanting to do, uh, just kind of wanted to take a year off of doing uh, a New Year's Eve gig. And so Will reached out to me, and I said, fuck yeah, dude. I'll be more than happy to do that. That sounds so fucking cool. And it was. It was really awesome. We actually got... Um, uh, so we were talking to a lot of people, and one of the guys that we ended up talking to was the guy that holds uh, Regatron Music Festival. Regatronics. Yeah. Re yeah, no. Uh -huh. Regatronics, yeah. yeah. And it's the, it's the same gig, if I'm not mistaken, that... Um, that you did with Ben Fagan, yeah, right? Yeah, dude. I don't yeah. know, Lake Murray. Yeah. So um, he told us uh, uh, about it, and uh, we're actually gearing up to play at that this coming year. No. -uh. Yeah, man. What? Yeah. Dude, that's such a cool uh, festival to play at because it's b accessible by only boat. So cruise ship's perfect. Yes, exactly. It's like, um, hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride in on a cruise ship. <laughs> Funny thing, dude, this one, oh my god, Ben Fagan. Poor dude, get this. So what what was the deal? We were he was I feel like Ben was trying to get on the boat and the guy was like pulling away and he was like, dude, I'm literally an artist and I'm trying to get on the boat to go so and we can play do it. And my he had gig. his he had his whole <laughs> No, you won't even believe this. He oh, had his shit. whole entire mixer, like the it's a Behringer X32, oh my like God. a 32 channel thing, and like shit. it was in a hard case. He went to go get on the boat. The dude was backing away, and he literally went in the water with the mixer. 
No, dude. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, that's like, I've seen a lot of bad fails. That one is one that I, that one's a new memory oh, unlocked. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, it was like. That's pretty fucking bad. Wait, so what was, was the terrible. outcome of that? Dude, uh, basically whooping this guy's ass, but we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He, the guy, no, it was really bad. Like, pulled it out of the water, man. Like, that thing was <laughs> it it ended up being fine except for now one channel is like scratchy. On That's it. crazy! Like yeah. even going fully in the water. Yeah, this that dude. I hope that that um Damn. that captain That's got a, that, fired. That, that, that's a blessing though, for real. That that yeah. literally it's the worst thing been, to witness. Yeah, worst thing to witness, of, yeah. and it could have been way worse though. Yeah, dude. Like I don't know what this guy <laughs> was thinking. He was literally like being was trying to get on. He was right there in front of the boat. Like, right. it wasn't even that big of a boat either. Yeah. Like, the boat was probably about as big as my room. And then basically just went to put his foot out. Boom, the guy pulled away <laughs> with the... Uh-oh, I'm trying to tell you, dude. So dude, beware. that's crazy. Okay, yeah, note to self, um, be very careful <laughs> getting yeah. on and off the boats. We'll say that much. But outside of that, it's a dream come true, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm really stoked for that, man. There's, there's a couple gigs this year that I'm really stoked for, man. I just got... Um, speaking of Crispy Biscuits, those are actually some guys you should definitely have on the podcast. Yeah. Not Limp Biscuit, Crispy Biscuit. Yeah, not Limp Biscuit, Crispy Biscuit. I, <laughs> I should love, have them on the podcast. I love Will and Will. They're both absolutely amazing human beings. And yep. they're actually the guys that have brought me to Wilmington, North Carolina, and have gotten to play a lot of gigs out there. And uh, we got two really big ones coming up. I'm actually, I just got an opportunity to open up for Vincent Antone um, with Crispy Biscuits uh, in uh, Wilmington. Uh, in February, uh, coming up February 23rd. Uh, definitely go and get the tickets. They'll be in my link in bio. Um, and then the month after that, uh, opening up for Pfeiffer with um, Crispy Biscuits, uh, March 30th. So go get your tickets. They will sell out. Yeah. For sure. Pfeiffer has been blowing the fuck up. Yeah, he has. And yeah, man, he's literally going on his own solo tour and he's got openers that are straight up headlining acts. Like, So Down is on that. Oh, dang. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, like, so, uh, uh-huh. yeah, there's like, it, it, uh, he, he just came out with that, um, with this new tour recently and, um, it's gonna be fire so definitely go check him out wherever you see him i think he just played uh i think he just played in charlotte at the black box um opening for so down um and um yeah i think he's coming around again pretty soon but it's super stoked for those shows um they've uh i'm actually looking forward to remixing actually a couple of their songs here pretty soon um with uh the cruciate project um, got a lot going on with both, which is really cool. I, I, I was interested to see, you know, where the outcome was going to go when I started, you know, cruise ship and also had Domino going at the same time. Um, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because both of which are doing their own separate thing, but at the same time, it's, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're both doing awesome things. So I'm like really stoked to see where this next year is going to go for both projects. Um, it's definitely leaning more into uh, touring for sure. Trying to tour the Southeast. Um, Atlanta is definitely on the maps. Um, uh, Virginia, uh, Richmond is definitely on the, on the map. 
Um, and then I got some friends that uh, I camped with down at the uh, Spirit of Suwannee Music Park for Halloween that uh, live in Gainesville, Florida. And um, yeah, Tampa. Tampa's on the map too. Mm -hmm. So super, super stoked about those. Can't wait to get rocking and rolling with uh, music. I got, uh, I actually have a new song coming out January 30th, uh, which is in a couple days from now um, for Cruise Ship. And then uh, pretty much my goal for last year was to come out with a song every month for both projects, which I did pretty good. I, I came out with eight songs per alias. Um, and yeah, just kind of trying to keep the keep the things going with all that and try to keep the momentum and so far it's just been rocking and rolling man it's been amazing dude i love to hear that um you got a new song coming out january 30th and then you uh what what's that what do we expect from that song uh so ooh, uh it's called ooh la la and it was inspired uh by weston Ah, uh, Weston, he DJ goes, Weapon. Uh, yep, uh, DJ Weapon. Uh, he actually sent me a simple. It was just a simple house beat, and he told me he he asked me. He's like, I would love for you to just dive in and show me your you know process on like building a song from start to finish. And so, based off of that, I literally just created an entire song. Um, and, and and originally, I was just gonna make it a collaborative project. But I literally did like he, he literally sent me like a four bar like loop. Yeah, and, that's and I was it. like, oh okay, well I'll definitely go into that. And so far it's just been um, yeah. So it's it's a deep house uh, house song. Um, it's got some really awesome vocals in there, um, and it's just got a little. It's it's uh, the way that I could best describe it. It's like you know, you're under uh, your <laughs> uh, you got the uh, you got the essence of like some uh, weird like bass sounds, but also you got uh, some of the groove in there, which is one of the big things that drives the cruise ship project is groove and rhythm and melodies and all the things that make music really good. <laughs> A good old Deep House track. Now, mm -hmm. have you released the Stacking Days remix one yet? No, actually, I have not. That is also on the list, and I still Yo, want to yeah. do... And that's that under Domino, a, though, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I'm not crazy. You're, You're crazy, crazy for thinking that I need to live like a caveman. I can have... <laughs> no, I, dude, from 6 a.m. until 12 p.m. is my first day. Then from 12 to 1 is my second day. Yeah. One to this two dude is stacking like, days, man. Yeah, we're toast because apparently this guy is just <laughs> juicing life that much more than us. But Tim did remix that viral clip, which if you haven't seen it, by the way, it's so funny. Oh my god. Dude. Shout out to my fiance Liz Barra for giving me the recommendations to do a remake. And also um Nikki. Nikki also <laughs> was like, yo, this is you have to do a remix of yes, this. Yes. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, dude. It's it's a really good remix too. So that's we've both now remixed a viral song mine i mean a viral video yeah oh the what uh what the fuck do djs do yeah what the fuck do, DJs, yes, what the fuck do djs actually do because i don't think they're remixing the song on the spot i actually don't even know if the controller is plugged in <laughs> like 
somebody please tell me because I'm crying <laughs> and I'm British. <laughs> yeah, dude. Meme no. songs are the way to go, man. Like, yeah, dude. It's crazy because like thinking about the people that I'm like most inspired by now these days are like actually I, I feel like import. Yeah. He's like another one of those dudes. That Shout just out like, Import. I'm yeah. actually having him on the podcast. Ooh, yeah! Next Dude, that's Monday. awesome. Yep, next Monday. That's fucking amazing. Thank you, Mark. Yes. Uh, that's a cool guy. And he popped off um, doing a bunch of viral stuff. I remember finding out about him from the Level 9 track, where mm-hmm. it's like... Um, <laughs> the turtles. Yes, dude. <laughs> Go listen to Level Nine. That that song is so good. He did Fifty Five Wubs, which is the remix of the clip from Tim Robinson's show. I think you should leave. <laughs> um, Crank That also does a bunch of like oh, Crank That too remixes of like viral videos. There's also that one dude that wears like the really like thin tiny glasses. That he'll like find a, a video of like something weird. Like I'm at, it, he's done a bajillion of them. Yeah. But like one where it's like a a bird that just does like a crazy call, and then he just like turns it into a drum and bass banger. Dude, I feel like, like um, eliminate also fucking crushes just like taking like meme videos or just like one sound from a meme video and just making it his own banger yeah eliminate is on is god is god tier yeah one of my favorite producers shout out shout out eliminate he he fucking absolutely crushes and honestly out of all the people that i do listen to yeah he's definitely one that i'm like oh dude yeah pops off oh you know uh, canvas no, I know, I know. Base canvas. No, okay. Well, we'll pick up more on mm-hmm. that later. Canvas, his Instagram is I hear canvas. Mm-hmm. This dude, he's now popping off for basically remixing like all the popular theme songs, like from like TV shows, oh, things like okay. that. He did. I mean, he's done like he did the Lord of the Rings one. He he's done the Goofy movie remix damn he's okay, done, i'm gonna have to check i'm gonna check this guy yeah out. he's honestly Canvas. done a bunch of them and and he's more like in the it's like the hip-hop trap style okay remix realm um so a bunch of people are are getting some exposure and plays because of things like that for sure and what up i'm so stoked that everybody's joining in on this live and yo um, what up everybody speaking of <laughs> base canvas base canvas and i actually went back to back at the crystal warehouse show oh, shit. Hell yeah. juju beats show i really wish i could have been there man but yeah. i mean hey rincon puerto rico was also like the best vacation i've ever been on <laughs> yeah dude that looked amazing dead ass man Y'all, it was one of the that. best it was literally one of the best vacations man specifically uh, just the fact that the weather was like amazing this time of the year. Um, if it was like the dead of summer, I probably would have hated it. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a beautiful place. If you guys have never been to Rincon, Puerto Rico, it's a surfing town. Um, lots of people go there from all across the country to surf. But shout out Mac, uh, my uh, little sister's boyfriend, for giving us a recommendation to go there because it was fucking incredible <laughs> yeah dude nothing uh, like laying out on the beach see, and just chilling <laughs> were there any djs in that town what was the nightlife like oh uh, so the nightlife uh so the first day that we got there on sunday uh apparently at night they have tons of party buses that just blast hispanic music yeah. and just go around town and just pick up people and just 
party from the break and party until the break of dawn. <laughs> so, but that does, that's that's not a DJ though. No, it's like, right? Also, it's like, like a bus. the nightlife. Um, so from so Rincon, Puerto Rico was kind of more of like a small town, but it had its fair share of shops and restaurants and places that you can like go and do stuff at. But I didn't necessarily see any djs we saw a lot of live music okay um, yeah yeah so a lot of, of like you know um you know kind of like if you go to your normal restaurant or bar they'll have a guy in there that's like playing and singing you know hispanic tunes um and uh well, there was one place that we went to on like the last day it was uh like authentic puerto rican like restaurant and there was one guy that was in there and he I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I love live music, but we were sitting like right in front of the guy, and so we were just getting blasted like the whole time <laughs> while we were there. And I mean, he he sounded great, but at the time we were just kind of wanting to like go in and just you know like talk to our friends and just like chillax. So it was yeah. it was it was kind of overbearing at times, but luckily he kind of like took some breaks and like. But the food was fucking incredible. The food was fucking insane, dude. Their cheese fondue that they had. Mm, I've never had fondue. Dude. Yeah. Fucking insane. Uh, fondant. Fondant. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, it was it was amazing time. But honestly, the Crystal Warehouse thing looked really fucking awesome from the pictures and videos that i saw from well socials. yeah it was go ahead and rep that shirt really quick dude yeah yeah station underground. station underground shout out this is uh from uh the uh doublink uh remix release party that we had at the purple buffalo it's a uh, doublink graphic basically yeah. shout out doublink we shout out we appreciate doublink and station underground for hosting that remix album uh, we're both on it. Go ahead and check it out. Yeah. Um, you can find it on all streaming platforms. Also, Station Underground, SoundCloud, blah, blah, blah. And then, yes, speaking of Station Underground, that was the host of the Juju Beats show that he, he's talking about at the Crystal Warehouse. Um, it was absolutely crazy. There was, like, a dank stage that it was, like, it, it was emulating a front end of like a pirate ship basically oh what? so it was like triangular and it was elevated up and what up pleiad yeah what up pleiad that's our boy what aaron up, dude Avon <laughs> from myrtle dude yeah go, yes go give uh pleiad some love he's an awesome dj and so yeah it was like the front end of a boat kind of like triangular pointed and it, you would walk up a few steps to get to it it was like that elevated and then it um had projection mapping all over the front of it boom a bunch of crystals on the ground in front of it obviously the warehouse is like completely packed with like multiple tiers of a bunch of crystals i mean like it's more square footage than shout out mars yeah mars travolta our, yes. our guy Mar mars is a serious mover and shaker now hosting these these underground warehouse shows like you it's uh, honestly way better than you could imagine so for real i'm not sure when the next thing's going down there but i'm hoping it's sooner than later it's gonna be a banger i i can honestly say i've been to every single event uh so far uh that uh, that he's held out there and they have been absolutely incredible yeah he, um very amazing individual he's a and just like supports like 
the scene. Like he's really about bringing up everyone that's out here doing the thing in Charleston. And not only that, but just like, I mean, he's not, you know, like he's he's not having it like every single week. You know, like this is something that like he's trying to make these events incredibly eventful. So when you go to these events, you're going to have like the best time ever. And so far, it seems like every single one has been a hit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And um, Aaron, yeah, we, we need to get you out in a Charleston event asap stat yeah that that man's the man i nearly <laughs> i nearly lost to him at the um at the uh Dance yellow Estopia? brick road competition yeah nice um <laughs> well i guess not nice but <laughs> <laughs> Com- hey competition's fierce man but i think that's like the cool thing about living in this town is like I know a lot of, especially, like, the people that I know out of, like, the Purple Buffalo and, you know, the Charleston DJs, the Station Underground DJs, we're all out here just striving to put our best foot forward, and I, I really love that for just us. Yeah, you know, there's really no winners or losers, but... um yeah, we're gonna. I, I want. I want Mars on the podcast soon as well. I think oh, I was. Yeah, I, I told dude. him about that. So um, then, yeah, I'm really making my rounds to get everybody back on it. Pleiad and I actually have a podcast episode out. Go ahead and scroll back through. Oh, nice. And listen to that one. Yep. <laughs> it's a. It's a goodie. Um, we did it over the phone. But yeah. Oh my God, dude. Today I was actually. Um, thinking about a new video to post and this video is like you know how where it's like of course i'm from charleston like i hate hymen seafood or like (laughs) you know what i mean like so but that for djs where it's like of course i'm a dj i got my thumb drive on me right now yes dude that's good yeah i want you to try to come up with one like say okay uh um, i'll start it of course i'm a dj trying to go back to back Yeah, I mean, of course I'm a DJ. I also bring two CDJs. <laughs> two CDJs, yes. All right. Um, of course I'm a DJ. It's one of the few jobs you can drink on the job. Of course I'm a DJ. Of course I wear all black. Yes, dude. Um, <laughs> of course I'm a DJ. That's why I carry my headphones around with me everywhere. Of course I'm a DJ. I smash doubles all day, every night. <laughs> of course I'm a DJ. I DJed your mom's divorce party. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, wait. Um, of course I'm a DJ. I wake up at 6 p.m. and go to bed at 6 a.m. <laughs> That, that 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 is a good one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh of course I'm a DJ. I don't need no sync button. Yes! <laughs> of course I'm a DJ. I only take requests if it comes with a tip. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. Of course uh, I'm a DJ. I took a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> of course I'm a DJ. I know Skrillex personally. <laughs> of course I'm a DJ. I started out on records, bruh. 
Oh my god, I could go all night. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, I was thinking of those uh, earlier today, and um, it's it's a it's a it's the next video I'm gonna come up. Shout out Brainwaves, by the way. Oh my god, yes, dude, we got Brainwaves straight up from Costa Rica in this live right now. Oh shit! Yo, we were dude. on your remix oh, yeah. album, The Station Underground. His shirt. Station Underground up, remix EP. Yeah, dude. We get, I want brainwaves on this podcast next, dude. dude. Yeah, that'll be a good one for sure. Dude, yeah, we're getting heavier hitter, hitters on this podcast. He's got like his, said, import, uh, in orbits, hopefully brainwaves. We'll just Yeah, I've been crazy um, right producer. Just, exactly. Just kind of keeping the gravy train rolling with the awesome producers and the pursuit of sound, man. Yeah, dude. We're, we're keeping this train going, I swear. And I am stoked on everybody that's in here right now. So, of course, I'm a DJ. I have a podcast about <laughs> DJing. Um, but, yeah, dude. So, that new song's coming out on the 30th. Also, something I wanted to talk to you about was you DJing at Hulaween. Oh, man. On the Incendia yeah. stage. That dude, was so bonkers. That dude, was absolutely insane. Yeah, that's, so that's that's DJ that, goals uh, right there. DJ, DJ goals and... It just, like, the universe, once again, just works in mysterious ways. DJ Weapon Weston reached out to the Incendia stage on Instagram. Yep. And was like, what do I got to do to DJ on your stage at Halloween?" Or, no, no, no. He, what was and then he was like uh, they were like what can you bring us or something he's like I'll get like a conga line of like 40 people going it was like 100 people or something like that like, like 40 a to 100 people a, yeah a he promised a conga line like everybody's yeah, just like walking in 100 people to uh, to play at his set and uh, dude it was it was so bad oh my god like literally like our friends tried so hard but we like so like on Saturday, it was like, I think he performed, I think it was nine. And like, you know, we were all like getting together as a group and we were all starting to form the conga line. And literally, it just was horrible timing because literally when we were doing it, going into it, he wasn't even starting yet. And so literally, like, our friends like go in and literally we get there and just like stop. <laughs> Oh my god! It was like, like fail. It was such a fail. But but at, but at the same time, like when we were going in to like watch and like be like supportive friends and whatnot, like literally they had performers like taking pictures like on stage like right before he was playing. So it was kind of like a weird. It was just bad timing. Like if we waited, uh, like yeah. maybe like another like. 20 minutes or something it would have been a, a, it would have been way better but it was just awkward <laughs> and so like I mean we're all going in there doing the conga line we we got we got at least like 25 to 30 people at least at least you got those people and at least y'all still got the DJ so he ended up finessing you to come on stage as well so so how it so how it how it happened was he reached out to me it was two days before um, Liz and I uh, were going down to Halloween on Monday, and he reached out and was like, "Yo, like I'm performing on Saturday." And it's like you should reach, and he 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 told me he's like, "Hey, you should reach out to them and like see if you can perform too." And so that's what I did. I reached out to them on Instagram, and 
um, the guy that was running their page was um, uh, one of the people in charge of the um, the whole uh, Halloween group, and he was like. Uh, and I like kind of gave him like my background of like stuff that I've done in the past. Like I did like stagehand work. I actually helped build the Incendia stage at Imagine uh, in ah. twenty uh, in twenty seventeen. Uh, crazy enough, and um, yeah. So I gave him like all these all this information on like what I've done, my background, and he was like, "Oh, dude, that's awesome." Uh, come through uh, on Monday and just like uh, text us. I'll give you my uh, friend's number and yeah, just text us when you're here and we'll we'll put you to work essentially. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so I get there on Monday and I text him and I didn't really get a response. And I text him again. I actually tried calling and like didn't really hear anything. And so I was kind of thinking like, all right, well, I guess you know they're they're probably working. You know, they're probably getting yeah, the stage set up, right, of you know, a couple of days before the event's supposed to start. So I was like, ah, you know, I shot my shot, you know. And so Tuesday night rolls around and I get a text at like nine, ten o'clock at night saying um, Thursday, nine o'clock. Sound good? Question mark. And immediately I was like yes like yes that's crazy like because it makes me wonder i was like i thought everything was like predetermined for the state like even like that's what i thought so too i mean literally all of the artists they just have open yeah like well well, so in like like, in in past years they they did it was like a part of the Halloween. um lineup like like the stages yeah. and like, like the artists that were performing on like the official itinerary schedule yeah so, yeah the incendio stage these right artists so at these times. i'm i'm not sure what happened this year with like the arrangement and the scheduling of that but yeah i just like the once again like there was just the this shit happened like and honestly so going up um Shout out uh, Jason Lord Electric. He actually played after me. He was which in was this live crazy. earlier too. Shout out Mike Tech, DJ Mike Tech as well. Nice. But yeah, and so he, Lord Electric played before. How long was the set that you got to play it? An hour. Uh, an hour on an the Incendia stage. Yep. I got to play literally Halloween. a full hour. And that's legit. It was so, dude. There is something about pyrotechnics and playing a DJ set Dude, when it is in time. Let's when talk. they get that shit Yo, right. Yeah, when they're starting to when Ooh. that when that dude is hitting the buttons at the right time. Bro. Not to mention when you're on the Incendia stage and you're DJing, there's like the controller is right next to this whole line of like hot fire that's like ready to be shot up like dead ass way more it's like it stays at a simmer and then it shoots up like at at opportune times but that line of hot fire how does it not melt the freaking dude so get get this um a couple sets after mine i think it was during john summit set the cdj started fucking up oh my god so i mean how far away is it from dude i'm not even kidding it's maybe less than a foot Dude, away. And to think, yeah, like that it could just be melted and then when I'm like reaching over scrolling, trying to pick songs out, I could feel already how hot it was getting. And I'm just like, there was a bit I mean I mean look, so like being the first DJ, you're essentially like the guinea pig almost, (sighs) because you're the first one up. They're you know, they 
they did sound check and everything, but there's still things that can possibly go wrong. And there, there kind of was a point in time where like the mixer kind of paused for like a couple seconds or like had a little tiny glitch, but it was like maybe like a split second that I realized that. Oh but my God. It was so amazing just being like, just being up there and looking out and seeing all of my friends just rooting for you like just absolutely having the best time ever and also thursday night at nine o'clock dude that is the best time at a music festival because everybody is ready to fucking go yeah they're not like, like burnt out yet exactly and thursdays it's like usually not much else is going on at the same exact time exactly so it's like dude, what you probably had like dude a i was playing at the same people, time as like, so down oh what yeah seriously no what? literally it, how literally so i was playing at the same time as so down and what was crazy was people were telling me that like they weren't like there there were some people that were telling me that it was like oh you know like it wasn't necessarily my favorite but then like when i walked over here i I just heard banger after banger after banger, and Yo. I just had to freaking stay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so, Yo, you had people choosing you. I, I mean, but, like, also, it just it just put things into perspective for me. Like, I think that was the first moment ever in my career of doing, you know, this, that I've actually felt like, like, like this, this was the moment that I've been waiting for. Like, yeah, that's so special, dude. Yeah, and, and it and it just felt right. Like I didn't have this like yeah for like the first like ten minutes getting into it. Like yeah, you kind of have these this like nervous tendency, but that's normal, dude. Yeah. Like that's totally normal. And then once those ten minutes, the ret dude time was mm. irrelevant. Dang. It just completely flew by. And the best part about that dude was like. Most of the time when you have, like, big shows like that, you kind of go in with sort of a game plan on, like, what you're going to do. I didn't have any game plan. I had no idea what I was going to play, what I was going to do. And honest to God, I wish I could have recorded that set because it was one of my all-time favorites. I mean, just being in the moment. And also, just, just getting down with everyone else that was out there man it was like i want to say when i looked out into the crowd there was at least like five six hundred people dude like just getting it yes man and like that it's just there's nothing like it man there Bro. really isn't the dopamine like that's the thing okay so i played that set and after my set on thursday my dopamine levels were fucking shot, dude. Like, yeah, which is so it, much. It, it literally, like, I wasn't, I yeah. wasn't fucked up. I was totally sober, but I, it, it yeah, felt good. like literally the highest I've ever been. Oh, definitely, you know? dude. Like, like oh, the sensation that dude, you've been longing for that, and just once again, once my set ended, I was just like. Oh my god, it just like it it was the most invigorating experience, man. And I wish that for every all the DJs out there, if you get an opportunity to play at the Incendia stage, fucking do it. Yeah, oh doy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, um Pliad said if you're not nervous, you're too comfortable, and that's a quote from Hardwell. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, if you're not a little nervous, like and you're too comfortable yeah, you know, 
these things you, you're meant to feel nervous to biologically like keep you on point mm-hmm. and you know it put you're just like Pff. but um what song do you think popped off the hardest for you that set like where everybody you could um, hear people just be like oh oh man dude that's that's a fucking hard one man because it literally felt like the entire time people were just fucking losing their shit yes like dude. i mean the whole set and uh, you recorded it or n- no oh, that, well, that's what i was it, like yeah. i mean it was like one of those moments where i mean i was like man if only i could have ah uh, yeah but yep, yep, it was yep. just one of those things in the moment you just had to be there you had to be there in order to experience it but <laughs> Well, one one good thing about that whole thing was I had a ton of friends take tons of videos and pictures of of that, and it's on my Instagram. So if you want to go check that shit out, check out the highlights of that. I luckily had my wife uh, behind me for like ten minutes doing like a recording of it, and it was it's just so surreal. Like when I when I look at that, <laughs> like still I go that. That shit happened. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that. That is just like so mind-boggling to me, and th- and the fact that I was the first DJ oh, to yeah. open the stage yeah. for that. Like, for, yeah, that's that that's, shit's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, dude, you deserve that times a thousand. It's just so so crazy to just like think about how how all that happened was. I mean, truly, like, if it weren't for Weston, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, big shout-outs to Weston, man. Seriously, big shout-outs to fucking (laughs) DJ Weapon, Weston. Like, I mean, dude, and then also, um, I mean, just, like, going going back on that, Weston, Weston's first time that he ever performed in front of people was at our Renegade site at Halloween the previous year. So fast forward a year, he's got an opportunity to play at Incendia and just reached out to me and was like, yo, you should you should shoot your shot and see what happens. And like <laughs> it's just crazy, like how the universe works like that. Like you never know where your opportunity is gonna come and when it fucking comes, yep. take that shit. You, man. Yeah, you can't you, you can't cannot let that it. shit go. Yeah, dude. That's one of those things that you'll learn. Yeah. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Quote Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, dude. You know, it's it's like that, man. You you have to be ready to take an opportunity because it could be a career changing opportunity. Exactly, and that's what I'm so excited about these shows coming up that are especially out of town shows. Like I get these opportunity. The biggest part about doing any out of town shows, that's how I got pretty much all the gigs that come to me have been from previous gigs. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure you can relate to that yeah based off of gigging lifestyle you know you're only as good as your last gig and if you suck at your last gig there's gonna be like you will be surprised the amount of times that when you're djing at some place somebody that unexpected will come up introduce themselves and give you an opportunity you know be like wow like you should dj um you know my sister's wedding or something dude, like that dude i like, dj'd a five-year-old's kids party oh my god of course i'm a dj i've i've dj'd a five-year-old's kids party (laughs) and i dj'd a 50 year old's dj or uh, a 50 year old uh, 50 year old what do you play at a five-year-old's uh birthday party like the the Um, wiggles or so you pretty much like so once again like you know come prepared (laughs) 
<laughs> don't just bring your flash drive. And literally, that's the only thing because the biggest thing from that experience was kids. Uh, what what I learned about that age group is that kids love to listen to Disney movies and like lots of um, uh, lots of like sing along like songs and shit like that. If you're happy and you know it, break your neck, <laughs> dude. I, oh my god, I, I I did throw in some marshmallow here here and there. Um, okay, all right. I, I um. There was like maybe one moment where I was kind of getting like into some house, but quickly pivoted to, um, uh, God, just like kids, like, what was it? The, the five-year-old, the, the, um, the birthday girl, she literally was the one that was recommending like all the songs and it was like all just songs that I would have never known oh like my God, what yeah. these were. Like they're all like songs from once again like newer Disney movies that yeah, like just came out that yeah. they just want to hear. Do you have Kids Bop Volume 8? <laughs> oh dude, that was that was actually one that I did play. It was like it was um yeah, it was like a version of like Kids Bop but like it was it was like the newest kids pop. So like kids pop like thirty something or I I don't, oh I don't even know I don't know God, what it was. Dude. It was like kids pop sixty and beyond. <laughs> uh, yeah, like <laughs> at this, I can't even. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I can't imagine DJing a five year old's birthday party, dude. I've DJed the the one of the younger demographics I've DJed for was it was like a middle school like mixer thingy at. Ashley Hall and or yeah I'm pretty sure was it middle school or high school I don't even remember anymore um, <laughs> but the kids were young and it's it's weird dude like it's really weird and like honestly like the kids really didn't give a shit it was and the parents honestly didn't it, it was weird because like the parents like knew what to expect like they were like all right we're gonna hear some of our like kids wanting to hear these songs and we're luckily we got a drink in our hand and we're <laughs> having a good time so you know like oh my god and, and so like it, it was it was a combination of like playing a couple like top 40 like oh something that like kids songs would actually like to listen to dude look at what plead just said oh he god. said listen to the wop Kids oh, that was serious? dude. No, 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 no. Okay, I did, me? I did play that. And they, it just like flashed into my mind. No, they, I did. It was like, it, oh my did god. Did they say? Oh, dude, I because can't, we all I know cannot, what that stands I, for. What oh god, pussy? I how do they remember? How do they? How do you? They're like, how? I, hey, yeah, how? What how do you make that PG rated? Yeah, like, <laughs> dude. Oh, the, the answer is like. <laughs> you said you played it. Yeah. What like, did they I, say, dude? It, it, they they loved it. No, but what do the kids say in the oh, track? What, oh, where, dude, like, oh god, I can't. Like I, when it's explicit, dude. How do you? I cannot even remember to save my life. It's been it's been so long now. I DJed <laughs> this party like sometime like in the beginning of last year, which honestly I really feel like I should have remembered that. But oh, it was god. one of those things where like you're just going through the motions and i dj for uh four hours dang that's wow yeah, yeah. Well, imagine when you turned five like i didn't even really know what like dude music. i didn't even know what yeah exactly yeah, i like, didn't even start getting into music shit until i was god like 
really getting into it, fuck, man, like, maybe, like, even, like, 15. Like, kids like, these days. <laughs> kids these days. They'd be wilding out. Yeah, wilding dude, out. Level up, man. <laughs> I'm, you know, those, those kids are going to be oh, on a my. whole another level. Like, dude, wait till their 10th birthday. Mm-mm. That's going to be illegal. <laughs> that's going to be illegal as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's. Wow, man. Yeah, but that and then, like, pivoting to. Uh, so I did, like, a 4th of July party. And I got a gig that was the fifty-year-olds um, party, and that and that was that was that was pretty good. They also like one of, one of the things about it was they didn't um, they didn't really give me any kind of like recommendations for what the birthday guy like wanted. <laughs> wow! So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in, and since they hired me from that gig that I played, I was playing a lot of like funky like housey tunes, but also playing like a couple like some you know top 40 like remixes and stuff like that so i was going into it thinking like okay this is what they wanted and like they were like they were okay with it until they started getting really drunk oh wait and then they started getting fussy about it oh yeah oh yeah they were like dude they're oh my god i will never forget it 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 remains in my head still this lady just like you know probably honest to god probably around like my age if not maybe a couple years older but she just like walks up to me and just has the audacity to just be like, "Can you just play something? I, I don't know, better." Oh my god! And dude. then I was like, "Oh, okay. Like, what do you want to hear?" And then she just walks away. Dude, those times. Like, can you just... play something I can actually dance to? I'm like, like, or yeah, can you play something better? What? What the? Fuck? Can you say something better? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, can you? follow up with that like dude and, and that's then, like the worst thing to hear as a oh DJ. dude i'm just like uh, uh well and that's the thing it's at rivertown uh country club so a lot of the people up there are just rich fucking assholes uh so well yeah yeah walking <laughs> and they just walk away you're like dude yeah oh my god but like what was crazy so my um um yeah, like, it, I mean, er- everything was fine. Like, everybody honestly had a good time. There was just, a, like, a handful of people that were just really, really drunk. <laughs> and just making a goddamn fool of themselves. But everything was super cool. And um, the people that hired me were, like, really appreciative, too. And were just like, oh, man, like, you were actually doing a really great job. Like, I don't know what the fuck's up with these people, but yeah. you were you were awesome. Yeah, it's, and like, so, impossible to please everybody at once. Ex- exactly. And that's the thing about being a DJ is, like, you want to do your best. And some days you're just not going to, you know, please everybody. But, hey, that's the way the gigs go. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And, you know, I mean, once again, like, that's like, you know, I, I, you know, I used to not even do any of these gigs. I used to just be that guy that was just only going to be an EDM DJ. And that's technically still what I do. Like, that is my main, you know, primary focus is doing that. But I just wanted to step outside my comfort zone. And I feel like that is important as an artist or as anybody really it's just to do stuff that you don't really feel comfortable doing but that's what makes you better in the long run it makes you more experienced and you'll learn a lot from that and though it might not be the 
best thing in the world that you you know you you have this gut feeling of like oh i know this is gonna not really go well but you're you're gonna you're gonna be okay like you're gonna come out of that and you're gonna feel yeah like you could you could have done something better but that's life so get this first off um pleiad invited us to come play a bass night up there in myrtle beach oh soon. shit so Let's yeah go. we'll hit you up more on that yeah. later yeah now to um segue basically the um what up all y'all yeah speaking of random gigs to play that you might not feel comfortable at first mm-hmm. with dude so last year i ended up djing a special needs prom um dude which is by the way like the most like heartwarming thing ever and i'm doing it i'm doing it again next month yeah it's at um seacoast church yeah oh my god yo and that will brighten your day so much dude nobody has as much fun as special needs people seriously like they if Dude, if you don't know how to have a good time until you see them have a good time, they can't have a bad time, basically. And it's, oh man, dude! I mean, I'm trying to tell you, like that is one of those things where it's like, should I do it? Should I not? No, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm gonna do it. Boom! That ended up leading to a lot more opportunities. People from that church now uh, hit me up just off of that gig alone to do some weddings and um not only that but yeah like i said i'm doing it again this year nice and um you know it's it's just another um yeah it's another one of those things you can wear you Mm -hmm. know man and um that's that that's so cool man so like how how um like what kind of songs was it like what 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 was sort of the like mostly obviously clean edits Mm -hmm. of popular middle of the road enjoyable songs a mm-hmm. lot like some line dances okay. um you know things like bruno mars mm-hmm. like Katy perry um you know justin timberlake um J- uh, uh, dua lipa mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um things like that you know just like yeah. really middle of the road mm-hmm. kind of top 40 ish type stuff yeah that, like, you still have, like, you know, friends and family that would, like, be able to at least know who it is and, like, yeah. be able to relate to it. Because I feel like that's, like, the biggest thing is, like, having something to relate to your audience with in some way, shape, or form when it comes to the music that you play. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really in, um, a unique experience. Um, that's super cool. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what is, um... What's your favorite song right now? Oh, dude. Okay, now we're coming in with the <laughs> with the with the heavy questions. Um, favorite song right now? Um, yeah, have you had an, anything on repeat lately? Oh well, if, if we're talking about favorite songs, honestly, so my two favorite albums right now. Let's let's kind of pivot to like as far as songs right now. Um, so favorite song right now has got to be um um well i'll hey honestly my f- uh bash plate uh by ashes and opio oh, um, i haven't heard of it oh man such a, such a good one so that is a part of his opulence um opulence symphony orchestra um so my fiance and i we just got engaged last year at uh his concert that he did at red rocks and my god it was one of the best concerts if you've never been to red rocks go to a show at red rocks yep it is 
fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, that song is actually really incredible. Um, and um, as far as albums, now, if we're talking, I think I've heard in previous podcasts, you've asked a question on what would be your favorite album that you would listen to on repeat for the rest of your life. Chasing the Golden Hour Part Four by Grizz. Mm, yep, Chasing the Golden Hour. And dude, yeah, we listened to that on non-stop. vinyl at um, a party. Non yeah, fucking stop. You know, it's like that. Listen it, to that shit on the beach. You're golden. <laughs> Amen. Dude. Timeless records. Timeless. Dude. Dude. You know, that's what we should aim to to yeah. make. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um. Let me see. We're getting to the end here. Um, so what, um, what is, um, what's your major, um, goal with this podcast? This podcast, my goal is to do, I've already achieved it. Have Mm -hmm. good conversations with my friends. And it's really like, I'm not really, I mean, it's honestly really simple. Mm-hmm. It's just that's like I just like to do podcasts. Like I don't need a thousand listeners. Like that doesn't matter to me. My goal is to just have amazing conversations that are documented and put up on a thing. I just like it. It just I feel good about it. You know. Yeah. It's I mean the I mean a, a bigger goal is just to do it with bigger guests and have higher production value, things like that. But you know it's it's satisfying me now dude you know right what I mean? where do you see yourself in the next uh five years or if not in the next 10 years until like say for example like 2030 i see myself on the road and i see myself doing bigger and better things with music production and djing i you know i want to become a headliner at festivals you know and be a big influence out there and inspire a lot of people and you know like there's there's a lot of different things that i've you know thought for my future like Mm -hmm. everything from like you know doing even music for like say video games or movies um you know things like that maybe hosting like workshops where i teach people things um and yeah like focusing around performance original music creation keeping up the podcast i'd love that dude like i'm i haven't gotten sick of it and i don't i'm obsessed with podcasts right now in general so this yeah is... man podcasts are definitely to me it's uh especially when it comes to taking like long car rides and trips like that dude i have been uh i've been longing for uh i mean it's it just like i think i think rob actually said it on the podcast um for 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 you it's like it just like when you're traveling so long Music just like it's just noise. It just like yeah. you, you kind of like tune it out, yeah. and then like. But when it comes to podcasts, dude, I could listen to like Taboo Talks, like Mr. Bill's podcast. I mean, there's a couple other ones too, but it's all about like. It, it, to me, it's just like you're. You feel like you're a part of the conversation, and you feel like you're, you're just like there. And so for Seriously. me, like. Like the time that I, um, I think I told you the story already where, um, Liz went down with, um, uh, friends to EDC for a bachelorette party and I, um, I left her suitcase in my car. Oh my God. And I had to take the suitcase because I, I, I couldn't ship it 
because by the time it would be shipped there, the whole thing would have been over. <laughs> so it was my fucking bad. But the time that she called me, it was like six o'clock and she was there and it was like a seven hour car ride. You had to drive all just, the way just back. To get, just to get there. And then I drove back that same night. So I literally traveled 14 hours or drove 14 hours through the night. But what got me through that was podcasts. See? Surviving on podcasts. And and that's, that's the same thing that happened when we came back from Rincon, Puerto Rico. Like, everyone's passed out in the car and I'm just like putting on podcasts. I listen to... The Pursuit of Sound podcast. I listened to, um, what was it, uh, Mr. Bill's podcast, and then I then, um, yeah, and then between that, it shaved off like five hours. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, dude, it makes it the should, time fly it, so much it faster. Fly so much faster, and so shout out to podcasts because there's a lot of really great conversations and really great information that's out there, and. Um, Show us what your favorite podcasts are, because honestly, like I only know so many that are in music specifically, but I'm sure there's amazing podcasts out there that everybody loves to listen to. So let us know in the comments and let us know in the future what the what the best podcasts to listen to are. Yeah, I um, I think I'm going to be actually potentially doing some editing and audio engineering for one of the podcasts that i've been listening to a whole lot which is which i love weird podcasts cryptids of the corn shout out cryptids of the corn podcast okay they they're doing big things and they're out of a small town in ohio and um you know they're part of like all these sort of like cryptid cons like conferences about cryptids and they're young cats too and um i listened to one of their podcast and they were talking about they wanted to get an audio engineer on board soon and so i was like boom they i i hit them up on instagram i had already posted earlier that like maybe like a month before that they were on my spotify raps for the second most listened to podcast oh nice so at least they're like boom i'm like a loyal fan and i love that yeah so hopefully that happens um and yeah oh oh i've got a joke um all right so complete these chip flavors barba ritos barbecue all right how about sour cream and onion um salt and vi vinegar salt and vi vin uh vin vinegar Salt and vi? Uh, salt and... V- uh, salt and... Uh, vi? V- uh, no, I don't know! I don't know! What, what, is, what is it? What is no, it? What is no, it? you're doing it wrong. I was trying to... <laughs> no, salt you're just using... Salt and... No, it's... it's vagina? <laughs> no! <laughs> it's... You're, you're salt just... and vagina chips? No, it's so funny. Desley got me with this one. Because like, it's you're supposed to complete the end of the word. Word. Not, salt yeah, and you're saying vinegar. Right. When I was like salt and vi. <laughs> yes, you can't complete. Salt and va- Salt and violence? No. You know what? Forget it. I'll, no, no, forget I'll, it. I'll show you this. 
I'll show you when we end this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Alright, I'll show yeah, you when sometimes, we end this podcast. Sometimes I'm just like a rock. Have you heard about corduroy pillows? Corduroy pillows. They're making all the headlines. <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad of a dad joke oh my god dude um what what else should we conclude with here um fuck bitches get money gang gang (laughs) gang gang. oh no what is it uh fuck money get bitches oh no what is it uh the quote of the century uh don't be a bitch that's a quote of the century. <laughs> it's fucking one of the what? What's the what's the guy from Easy Baked that just gets like super fucking lit and uh, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't be a bitch about it. Oh my god, I haven't <laughs> seen that, dude. Is that like? Oh, I I'm trying to remember what's his name. It's the it's the taller guy. Ah, oh, yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. Uh, I just like that. Is just like I think he says it so much live, <laughs> in front of fucking like thousands of people oh my god don't (laughs) don't be a bitch about it (laughs) but But, um except when mountain dew gets poured on your controller yep yeah don't be a bitch about it dude don't be a bitch about it just put some hot sauce on that yeah and call it a day (laughs) but i don't know i mean like as far as like in conclusion like into to this podcast um just uh, find something that you love doing and do that shit hardcore because that's going to be the thing that keeps you moving every day. And that's the most important thing is keeping yourself moving, keep life moving forward because that's the only way. I agree. Yep. You you got to keep it fresh, keep it moving. If you're stuck on a song idea, just put it aside and start something new and... Yeah, you never know. Yeah, and start a new trade if you want to. So, if you could end this podcast with one word, what would it be? Don't mess with the best. Oh, wait, one word? Yeah, or phrase, or or phrase. phrase. Don't mess with the best. (laughs) Don't mess with Um, the best. One word. um, uh, Fuck. Um, <laughs> um uh righteous righteous so this concludes episode 36 and you can find Tim on all streaming platforms um I'll be putting out so much more stuff guys I promise I'm I'm trying to I I'm I'm the guy that thinks too hard about what I'm going to be doing about music and stuff and as long as you're loving the music and the shows and that's one of the most important things and then the second is uh yeah kind of like what philip was saying just teach teach people and uh i'm gonna be doing some more uh live streaming um and just kind of incorporating um more stuff and you know just whenever i'm making music i just need to just hit record and just record myself doing anything because i feel like you know, even though some of the stuff may be kind of boring at times, I feel like some people can learn some things, and then that's 
what makes music awesome. <laughs> I agree. So for his cruise ship project, you spell it out like C R O O Z S H I P P, like my last name. All ship. right, and then for Domino D zero M I N zero. The O's are zeros, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. You would find me if you Google search and you type that shit in. It'll be the first five things that pop up. I swear to God. Truth be told. On God. On God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Love you guys. Love y'all. Thanks for tuning in for the Instagram live. I'll have this posted on all streaming platforms and YouTube very soon. Much love. Peace. Much love. Peace.